Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is ESPN Radio. And greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. A little ESPN radio this morning, a little Freddie and Fitzsimmons thing. You got Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Cohen. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app. Series X Channel 80, ESPN2, and ESPNU. Brother Fitzsimmons, what's going on with you on this Friday? Freddie, this is like the week before Christmas for us. <laughs> that is true. No doubt. Because Explain, please, week, for those who don't know. It's Christmas Day. College football is back every single Saturday in our lives, basically until January. Yes. Yeah. So week zero is like the week before Christmas, where you may have a neighbor or two having a Christmas party. It is starting to feel a lot like Christmas <laughs> around here. That's what that's what today is, right? And tomorrow, because we got kickoff. We have foot, meaningful right. football, not yeah. preseason ball. No, no. We got the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, Caleb Williams and the USC Trojans, the men of Troy, take to the field against San Jose State as a 31-point favorite. <laughs> I don't be- care. <laughs> I'm in, right? We've got Notre Dame and Navy live from Dublin. Have a Dublin. pint, please. Yes, yes. my people. Well, I mean, <laughs> yes, that's right. I mean, hey. Navy catching 20 to hook. Might be 21 by kickoff. Uh-huh. Sign me up. Total 49. Might be raining. Uh-huh. Might be invested. <laughs> I am in. This is like the week before Christmas because college football tomorrow yeah. is back in our lives. Yeah, the NFL has understood exactly how to market your product, especially when it comes to preseason football. This is essentially a one-week preseason when it comes to college football, but you're involving a big name in USC, a ranked team, even though they're going to be San Jose State 80 to nothing, and then you got Notre Dame versus Navy. It's going to be weird seeing a Navy team and Ken Niamatololo yeah. not on the sidelines as the head coach. He had been so synonymous with that program in Notre Dame. They believe that things break right. They got Sam Hartman, the Wake Forest transfer quarterback, who, by the way, this is like the ultimate teammate move where he has an NIL deal with Beats. He brought every last teammate, whether you're on scholarship or not on scholarship, headphones by Beats. If that does not allow your offensive line to say, I will die for you, I, like this I will kill for you, I'll do anything for you. If that doesn't say, hey, that guy's a pretty good guy when it comes to a teammate, he just got there with Sam Hartman, I don't know what does, but it feels like this is the best kind of preseason, even though you don't legitimately have one when it comes to college football kicking off this weekend. Yeah, it's just the appetizer, man. I mean, it's just a little cheese and crackers, maybe a little sausage and pepper jelly. And then, you know, oh. you, and the next thing you sausage know. Sausage and pepper jelly? Oh, coach. This is the first. I've never heard of this. All right. Look, this is the easiest appetizer you will ever make in your life if you're ever entertaining people at your house. Okay, because Pat Costello's face is priceless. The minute you said sausage and pepper jelly, our producer was like, wait, what's that now? There you go. Look, as a matter of fact, I might be making this for tomorrow because okay. I am thrilled that I am home with uh, my family right. and friends, all two of them, on my couch uh-huh. watching college football. Oh, boy. Before I hit the road. I get one weekend 
right here, and I'm damn excited about it. So here's your sausage and pepper jello. Okay. You go get not your typical, you know, just blast sausage. I don't want to name any names here, right, in case future sponsorship. But Good idea. Get re- a really good couple pieces of sausage. Put it on your grill, not gas. Okay. Some hickory, mesquite, maybe Ooh. some apple chips. All right. Soak those in water. Okay. Throw the, throw the chips on the grill. Get those mixed up in your coals. Right. Smoke your sausage, however, until it starts to crack a little bit. And then you have some pepper jelly. Okay. Put the pepper jelly in a bowl. Get some toothpicks. Slice up your sausage. Put it on a board or a plate. And you dip the sausage with the pepper jelly. That's it. Done. Okay. Pack, pack, there's two yeah. things. Sausage, right. pepper jelly, explodes on your palate. Enjoy. Pat Costello, your thoughts, please. This sounds like something that someone tripped and dropped some sausage into a bowl once, and then <laughs> they were like, we're Me. just going to stick with it. <laughs> How the hell do you think peanut butter and chocolate came about? Or, or The I mean, old commercial. Pe- yes, the old commercial. Yes. yes. But at least those make sense. I can see peanut butter and chocolate. Sausage and you pepper couldn't jelly. at the time. Not, <laughs> no, no one could see I'm, that at the time. Peanut I'm butter tell, chocolate. I promise you, you're gonna thank me. Sausage, sausage on the jelly. grill and yeah. pepper jelly. Okay, kick back. I'm in. Enjoy. I'm in. Has all the elements of what I want: the breakfast feel, the tangy feel, the sweet feel. It has everything I want. Yeah, I mean, I'm you, in. Go, you go spicy mustard. Put a couple out there if you uh, want no, to. No, I don't need spicy mustard. I think if there's uh, enough spices in there already. Got that mesquite going on, and I love mesquite, especially in the barbecue. Yeah, yeah I'm in. I'm in with that one. Give I'm it a whirl. In. It's I, the easiest app you're ever going to make when you have people coming over to watch college football. That's right, especially when you can always hit us up about your thoughts on the up- upcoming college football season. You can do that on the X at Ian Fitz ESPN and at Coleman ESPN. I got a little Freddie Fitzsimmons this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80 and ESPN2. By the Artez Craig on social media says, pepper, jelly, with a question mark, a big question mark. Oh, it's out there. Said. Yep. You got local flavors. You got tab- Tabasco makes a fine pepper jelly. Wow. Green or red, take the, your pick. The things you learn when you open your eyes and open your ears. <laughs> Especially when you got a fat man who gets to be home on a Saturday for college football. It's like the whole, it's like the whole you, line, you, you never want to see a skinny chef because no, that means they don't know what they're doing. No. Come on. You want a guy that looks like me. <laughs> you, want, you want somebody That's that looks it. like, you know, like, hey, Kool-Aid, that's my chef. Come on, man. I'll eat anything once, so let's go. I've, eat, I've, eat, I've eaten raccoon. I know I mean, you have. On, that, that, that's like a whole, like, wild game story. That's, that, that's uh, a t- Keo Spikes reason. Now, we're not going to get into it right yeah, now. I'll we'll, throw up. We'll do it a little bit later on. Believe me, someone's going to need an explanation about Raccoon Ian Fitzsimmons and the former NFL linebacker named Takeo Spikes, <laughs> who now works for the SEC Network. And speaking of the National Football League, the Indianapolis Colts were in the zone last night versus the Eagles. By the way, Get In The Zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get In The Zone, AutoZone. So a mixed performance by Anthony Richardson. That's going to be expected when you're the rookie quarterback. That's going to start opening day for the Indianapolis Colts. But he scored a touchdown, or should I say a teammate of his scored a touchdown, and then he did the Fly Eagles Fly celebration because they were playing the Eagles. Anthony Richardson talked about making that celebration that got a lot of people bothered in Philadelphia. I was thinking about it before the game because, you know, rookies sometimes or just anybody uh, in general just getting in the end zone, you kind of freeze up. You don't know what to do. Uh, so I was contemplating what I was going to do. Uh, if I if I scored, if somebody else scored. So I'm like, OK, this is what they do. So I, I ran down there and I was just flapping my arms and you know, uh, I was just having fun. You know, I hope nobody you know take it the wrong way. But, you know, it's just ball and having fun out there and just just enjoying it. Uh, producer Pat Costello. Oh, my God. R.A.P. My man Alan Yates, a.k.a. Laugh Track, best yeah. laugh in radio. Yeah. Uh, they had a problem with it. 
especially Pat Costello. Alan, he was a little quiet, but he's a Philly guy. Yeah. Right? So, mm-hmm. uh, Pat, why did you have a big problem with this? Because in this day and age, we're asking, we want players to express themselves. A bat flip in baseball, whatever it may be, is now accepted. I know the old guard, meaning you know, if you're a if you're Randy Galloway, you know, uh, yeah, oh yeah, legendary oh, sports columnist in the Dallas Fort Worth area, <laughs> he hates a bat flip, right? He can't stand it. That's the old guard, but now that's all accepted. You know, go ahead and express yourself. So, why do you have a major problem with Anthony Richardson doing the Fly Eagles? Express fly? yourself, Pat Costello. Because Anthony Richardson, what are you doing? You didn't score the touchdown. It's the preseason. Don't do the fly Eagles fly in the preseason. I'm going to use your what words. What are you doing? I'm going to use your words against you here, Pat Costello. It's the preseason. They're not going to play each other in the regular season. And he's lucky for it. I don't think Anthony. You see how Anthony Richard, he gets off the bus. He ain't afraid of y'all in Philadelphia. I can tell you right now. That he's not afraid of y'all. He's y'all, got bad prep. He's got mortal enemies in Philly now. So Let me tell what? You what? He, he could care less about mortal enemies. If you guys are getting more mortally enemied in a preseason game, that says a lot about your fan base right See, the, there. The problem is, Freddie, that's bad preparation. What are you, you talking gotta, about? If you planning your end zone celebrations now, Why hold not? the good joints until the season starts. Well, that, that kind of makes sense. In the preseason, that ca- no one's going that, even, you mean? Like, that kind of makes bro. sense. Okay, that kind of makes sense do to me. Do better, fam. That, that kind of makes sense. You, you don't need the Broadway rehearsal in the preseason. That kind of makes you sense. you got to be the one to actually score that joint because you can't be like, oh, that, it, like it, that's it, the equivalent it, of like playing a pickup game and like, you don't score the whole game. You hit the one shot that ends the game, and now you're like, get off my court. Oh, yeah, like, we know bro, guys like that. Like, nah, bro. Yeah, we know guys you like really that. Do, do what you were supposed to do. I'm not here. Yeah, they, they, we know guys like that. We yeah, play against just guys like that. to take it back, Ian, to your baseball analogy, like Ellie De La Cruz, I'm all for it. The guy's doing stuff that's amazing every night in games right. that actually matter. Right. Maybe let's you know, do something in the actual NFL in games that actually matter before you start doing celebrations, taunting the Eagles and a fan base. I love how Betty Crocker, you two are over there. Good it, Lord, it is are thoroughly they? entertaining. Absolutely. And to your point, Betty's point, it is pre-season. Well, pre-see your way out of that celebration. <laughs> Look at that. So Mike Vrabel yeah. in a Super Bowl doing it, that, that, that you're good. Yeah. That, that's fine. Anthony Richardson in, 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 a, in a meaningless game. game. Can you imagine he was a Cowboy? To me, it'd be the opposite. I would be hating Vrabes for doing it in, in a, a preseason game, scoring a touchdown as a linebacker against right. my team. Yeah. But so much more, one million times more <laughs> than a rookie quarterback not knowing really the, the moment or whatever and just flapping his arms, fly, Eagles, fly in a preseason game. E-A-G-L-E-S. We hurt. We hurt. We hurt because of Anthony Richardson doing that in a preseason game. Yikes. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. Yeah. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80 and ESPN2, where it's never, ever preseason unless you're Giannis who spoke out before NBA preseason about maybe his exit strategy for the Milwaukee Bucks. That's after Ian has this from FanDuel. FanDuel, a football season is right here, gang, and it is on the cuff. It's about to kick off, and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long because right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. So, Visit FanDuel.com slash play and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. That's FanDuel.com slash play. This is ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? 
You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. A little Freddie and Fitzsimmons in the morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80 as well as ESPNU. We're going to get to maybe an exit strategy put out there by Giannis Antetokounmpo leaving Milwaukee. But real quick, Ian Fitzsimmons talked about sausage with pepper jelly. He gave a whole breakdown. Now I'm really hungry at 6.16 Eastern time and 3.16 in the West Coast. Pat Costello looked at him as if Ian Fitzsimmons was completely off his rocker. But Casey Nowotny on the X at Coleman ESPN and Ian Fitz ESPN says, definitely have heard of sausage with pepper jelly. Done it tons of times. Try it with cream cheese also. Interesting. I have not done that, but I will because you mix the pepper jelly with the cream cheese yeah, and man. the sausage. Yeah. Now, hey, now you're really exploding on your palate. Yeah, put that I'll on give the you bagel. Another easy one: mm-hmm. some wheat thins, okay. a, just a brick of cream cheese. This okay. was a drunk one one night back in my hard. <laughs> I bet it days. was. I was like twenty three, twenty four. I bet it was. This was in. the drunk one. What was the sausage <laughs> and pepper jelly? <laughs> that was the that, that was the buzzed one. That was the my, drunk one. No, the, yeah, that that's a, that's an old Tautog Farm, Folsom, Louisiana. I mean, that's just a tradition, man. I, I, we had that coming out of the room with some Tabasco in our bottles. I mean, yeah, I, that was that was great. This was the drunk <laughs> one. Yes. You take a brick of cream cheese. And hey, look, this this is when the cover was really thin, right? Right. You take some A one sauce, just dump that bottle right on top of that brick of man. cream cheese. Oof. Grab some wheat thins. Look out! Attack. Mm-hmm. There you go. Three, as you say, three point stance. Fire off. <laughs> <laughs> He's not lying, by I'm the like, way. Wow, man, that was good. <laughs> That's been in the rotation. The, the, the things that poor people come up with that become delicacies you. later on. Taking <laughs> coins out of your college couch Absolutely. in the year of undergrad. Do, You're going to do what you got to do. Do you know how many moms deli- cut you off, right? Right. Yeah, do you on. know how many delicacies are out there because poor people say we yes. got to we got to manufacture food that makes sure we don't have sleep for dinner. You know what how many you, things like that now? What do you think, Louisianians, man, being a boot boy, we came up with the po' boy. Exactly. Bread, <laughs> meat, slam it together, let's go. Done, exactly. I can't tell you how many concoctions my mom, who's from Albany, Georgia, Lee County, Georgia, and my dad from Selma, Alabama, they came up with his kids that we still eat today. Yes. Because they had to. As being poor people, as sharecroppers, you come up with these things. You don't need to be drunk to do these things. You're just trying to eat to survive. I was just looking at the cup. What do I have? 
<laughs> exactly. What can I work with? How old is smelling the cream cheese? Is this, is this still good? Is that from a bagel about two and a half weeks ago? And then you go, I'll risk it. I'm Hell hungry. It. Let's go. <laughs> Pretty good. Keep those keep those uh, pepper jelly rep- recipes coming in at Coleman ESPN and at Ian Fitz ESPN. So that could be an exit strategy to find exactly what you can use to make sure you're not going hungry. Unlike Giannis Antetokounmpo, who does not want to stay hungry in Milwaukee if everybody is not on the same page. In an article in the New York Times, I'm going to read it word for word what he said in an interview. Next summer, it would make more sense for both parties. Even then, I don't know. I would not be the best version of myself if I don't know that everybody's on the same page. Everybody's going for a championship. Everybody's going to sacrifice time away from their family like I do. And if I don't feel that, I'm not signing End quote, Ian Fitzsimmons from Giannis Antetokounmpo may be a step one in his exit strategy out of Milwaukee. Or step one in making sure the Bucks are as committed as he is. I mean, Kobe Both Bryant did this with, the, with L.A. Remember, he called into Stephen A. Smith's show saying, I'm, I will never play again for the Lakers. Well, I mean, I, that was him giving the Lakers a, an ultimatum. Give me some guys around me or I'm out of here. And what they do? Hey, Pal Gasol, come on in, right? Uh-huh. And then they... Went on to win multiple championships after that. That that it wasn't a veiled threat. It was a threat. If you don't, if you don't step up, I'm out of here. Dirk, to a degree, did it with the Mavericks in the in the mid 2000s, right? Which led to a title in 2011. Mm-hmm. So, and Giannis has referenced Kobe and Dirk about you know winning titles with the same team, playing in the same uni for their their entire career. That means something to him. Remember when he signed that extension a couple years ago, right. a lot of people were stunned. We weren't because he. We, if you listen to what he said going in, Milwaukee was his American home. That's mm-hmm. all he knew, like right. Dirk in Dallas, you know, coming over from Germany. And he wanted to stay in Milwaukee. Well, if you listen to the man, he was telling you he ain't going anywhere. Right. See, and, that's, that, that's why it's curious that this comes out because it's not like the Bucks aren't doing anything to make sure he has people around him. They did re-sign Brooke Lopez and Chris Middleton. I know they fired Mike Budenholzer. They bring in Adrian Griffin, who was an assistant coach of the Toronto Raptors. But other than that, it's not like the Bucs sat back and said, you know what, Giannis, work it out by yourself. We're not going to re-sign Brooke Lopez. We're not going to re-sign Chris Middleton. We're not going to bring those guys back. To me, it's very curious that he put it out there that I hope we're on the same page, which means I wonder what is going on behind the scenes. That led him to put that out there very, very publicly in an article in the New York Times. Obviously, that they're, they're, it's not as, as big of a commitment as he wants. And citing Kobe and Dirk, I think it's a, again, not a subtle message. It's a very firm message that he, he wants to stay there, right. but it has to be the same level of commitment that he has in chasing that next ring. So I view this as him saying, I want to be here. How badly do you want to keep me here? And what are you going to do to make sure that we are able to make not just another run, but multiple runs at multiple titles? I, I like what Giannis did here. See, I don't mind it, but I, I just think, like I said, it's curious with the timing considering the Bucks are bringing guys back that he trusts implicitly that can make sure they don't be a first-round flameout like what happened against the Miami Heat. And if Giannis is not injured in that series, we don't have that Miami Heat whole run, in my opinion. If Giannis is fully healthy, and they blew three different leads, 
in the fourth quarter before losing that series in five games to the Miami Heat. So you can say it was bad luck. They didn't execute down the stretch, whatever that was. Either way, Mike Budenholzer saw his job go out the window because of their lack of execution down the stretch. But the fact that he decided to come out with this and say, hey, we're not on the same page. It seems to me, Ian, that they are on the same page with Giannis making sure that those pieces are going to be around him. It seems to me that he is setting a stage, not so much to get the Bucks' attention. It's just like in the movie, Young Guns 2. Why did he do that? Just saying hello. This is Giannis' way. Just <laughs> somebody can yeah, yeah. get shot down in a blaze of glory. Absolutely. He, he wants to make sure if I'm going down the blaze of glory, I'm going down my way. I'm not going to have Billy the Kid taking me uh, on this deep trail so looking for somebody. Just be, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he doesn't want that. Giannis is like, look, if you guys don't do this, I'm going to go somewhere else because I know that other people and other teams out there would want my service and be better fortified for my future than Milwaukee Bucks. See, I think some people are viewing this as an exit strategy for Giannis. I view this as a message, a very firm one, from one of the best players on the planet to the front office. I want to stay. Don't tempt me about leaving. Make me stay here. Or else we're going to go Young Guns 1. You see the size of that chicken? (laughs) And people are going to be tripping in Uh Milwaukee. Well, right now the Bucks are saying, Bucks are tired of Giannis saying, you know, I think I'm about to have a movement, meaning a movement out of Milwaukee (laughs) as far as that goes in Giannis Antetokounmpo. And also he said at the end of the day, being a winner, it's over that goal. Winning a championship comes first. I don't want to be 20 years on the same team and don't win another championship, end quote. That's uh, Dirk. Yeah, I'm not saying. He's just saying when it comes to Giannis Antetokounmpo, either wanting to stay or wanting to the Milwaukee, and it's going to be very interesting this year coming up. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. I always appreciate you joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, and also ESPNU. Don't forget the phone number as well at 888-729-3776. Triple H, say ESPN. We're not going to use the word press when it comes to Dak Prescott. We'll use another word. That's next. This is ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I wonder what they would say if Dak Prescott and the Cowboys actually do something, meaning winning more than one playoff game and winning a Super Bowl. They have nothing to talk about. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning. A little Freddie and Fitzsimmons in the morning presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, and ESPNU. You and I can't stand the word pressure, but we know that word is going to be attached to not just the Cowboys, but to their quarterback, Dak Prescott, especially after having 37 touchdowns and 10 interceptions two years ago, last year leading the NFL interceptions with 15, having 23 touchdown passes, and completely not playing well, flaming out in that playoff game against the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, and for people who may have missed us at night you know, for the last eight years. <laughs> yes, where, every, you, where every, were you, by the way? Every player feels <laughs> pressure. 
I mean, so to say, what is it, how much pressure? Yeah, they all feel it. I mean, to some degree, it's how you channel it. And so for Dak, I mean, look, I- I'm based in Dallas. I've gotten to know him a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he is literally the last dude off the field. I remember at LSU Mississippi State last year. And, uh, well, if I had Mississippi State on our schedule for ESPN Radio, I'm going to go talk to Dak. Right. You know, because he's still very in tune with that program. You know, whether it's talking about Will Rogers or what it meant to him to play there and get him to be number one in the country for a three weeks, whatever it may be, right? And I'm waiting on him to come off the field, and he is literally, Freddie, the last dude off. The work he is putting in is like any other player at an elite level. He just has to get back to the guy we saw a few years ago, use his feet more, and ever since the foot injury, right, he really hasn't done that. And I'm wondering if this is the year where he gets back to being mm-hmm. the fearless, what let it all hang out guy we saw, right. you know, three, four, five years ago, especially when he took over for Tony Romo when Romo got his back shrunk like an accordion. <laughs> and he played so well, even when Romo got healthy, it was still Dak's job, and the rest is literally cowboy history. So I'm, I'm not one of those guys, and you aren't either, mm-hmm. that hikes your leg on Dak Prescott like a dog on a fire hydrant. Well, it's very easy for people to do that because they look at the quote-unquote lack of success that he and the Cowboys have had. The Cowboys have not won a world championship since the 1995-1996 time. And even Dak Prescott understands exactly that question is going to be asked. How much pressure is on him and the Cowboys to finally break through and win that Super Bowl? Uh, I mean, I think we, we, at the end of the day, we've got to put the pressure um, is what you put on yourselves. And so, I mean, I think at the end of the day, we've got to understand that our standard is, is win. Simple as that. And uh, we hold ourselves to a high standard and high expectations. And so um, nobody wants to end this drought more than the guys in this locker room. I could promise you that. And so um, for us, it's about making sure that we, we know our identity. We believe in our identity as a team. We go out there, we play complimentary football on all three levels. And uh, I think if we do that, just from what we've built on, on um, the offseason to the training camp to now, um, it's promising. Dak Prescott feels that, quote, unquote, scrutiny, pressure, whatever you want to use, because of two reasons. One, he plays for the Dallas Cowboys, Ian, and two, because his owner is Jerry Jones. If his owner was not Jerry Jones or he was not playing for the Dallas Cowboys, that scrutiny wouldn't be as white-hot as it is. But if anybody understands that, it is him when it comes to Dak Prescott. Oh, yeah. Because he knows that people don't want to hear excuses. They want to see results. And because he plays for that organization and that owner – his success and lack of success is going to be more magnified than anybody else, in my opinion, in the NFL. And it's not in the regular season, as you no, mentioned earlier, Freddie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the regular season right now. They're going to win double-digit games this year. They're going to be in the postseason. There is little doubt in my mind that defense is too good. Having Zach Martin back, who played this brilliantly, by the way, miss all of training camp. You don't have to go out there yeah, exactly. to Oxnard and smell the strawberry fields forever. You know? <laughs> because you know what well makes those strawberries grow, right? I mean, <laughs> I don't wake you up in the morning. <laughs> An old manure smell. <laughs> hey, and, and he got his money, right? But Zach being back, you've got weapons galore. Deuce Vaughn is going to be a tremendous complimentary back, not just to Tony Pollard, but an added weapon for Dak Prescott. And that defense, we all know, mm-hmm. they are nasty. So it's not about whether they get to 11 wins or 12 wins, which they've done in back-to-back seasons with Mike McCarthy as their head coach and Dak as their quarterback. Now it's what do you do when it matters most? Mm -hmm. And that's in the postseason. And that's when we're really going to find out, not just about Dak, 
but about this entire Cowboys football team because this is a roster that should make some kind of a run. Philly NEFL hit us on social media, Coleman ESPN and also Ian Fitz ESPN saying, I'm listening, guys. Great show, by the way. He said, it's great that Dak is the last guy off the field. But people want to see him produce on the field. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely. And even Dak Prescott will be the first person to tell you, I'm going to be better. I have to be better than what we've seen from the Cowboys and him in the playoffs. But Brandon Jacobs, ESPN radio host, a man who won two Super Bowl championships competing against the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC East. He joined us on this fine program yesterday, and he says when Dak's contract is up after 2024, it may not matter what he has done or has not done on the field because this could be Dak Prescott and his NFL life after his contract is up in 2024. Dak Prescott is on his last contract. He'll be a backup after this contract is over. I don't see Dallas bringing him back with that type of money. And once you've made that type of money, you know, that Dak is making, you don't get two like that. You, you don't get two like that after all those interceptions and turnovers that you've had, you know, that you've thrown, you know, throughout the last three or four years. So, I mean, I don't, I don't see, I don't see, I see Daniel Jones' window being better, being, uh, uh, being a lot higher than that Prescott, you know, just given the fact that the age that he's been playing and he's almost somewhat in his contract. And I, I, I don't see Cowboys bringing him back at that type of money. And I think he'll be a backup elsewhere. What? <laughs> that was my reaction. Hey, come on, Brandon. That, that is New York Giants love and cowboy hate. That, that's what that was. Easily. And, and, and I'm a Daniel Jones guy. I think he's going to take a big next step. And I mean a monster step with Brian Dable in year two in this system. He better. But, man, to say Dak is going to be a backup. Yeah, I know. Jerry Jones is a Dak guy. That's what I said. And I've, I've heard this narrative that, well, Dak, Jerry doesn't believe in Dak. That, that could not be further from the truth. And everybody in that locker room believes in Dak Prescott. I remember when Jason Witten in his last year with the Cowboys told us, Freddie, remember that? That's that right. He would go anywhere and follow Dak Prescott. He is a leader. Now, when 82 is telling you that, and that's a first ballot Hall of Famer, that carries a lot of weight with me and with anybody in that room. So, look, to say Dak's going to be a backup. I know. I, yeah. I got a better shot at being a backup in the NFL than Dak Prescott. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when he said that yesterday, someone said, you guys should know better having people who are clearly impaired saying stuff like that when it comes to Brandon Jacobs. <laughs> uh, even Chris Candy's like, he's like, Brandon, I love you, but I knew he was out there when we played together. Like, That's really Ooh. out there what he had to say. Wine in Pennsylvania has something to say about this regarding Dak Prescott at 888-729-3776. Juan, what you got, my friend? Hey, good morning, fellas. Thanks for having me on. My pleasure. Uh, no, thanks. I, what I wanted to say was in regards to Dak's season last year is um, I, I think Kellen Moore was more to blame. Um, I, I think down the stretch, and I mean, you can clearly see um, on, on in clutch plays, third down, especially fourth quarters, I really think the play calling was just terrible. Uh, putting Dak in bad spots, uh, forcing Dak to have to throw into like really tight windows. I don't really think the play design um, was effective enough to allow Dak to, to play his game. Um, the play action wasn't working, even though we had two capable running backs. Um, Dalton Schultz was dropping the ball. He became unreliable. Um, and and I, I agree that um, that it is better that McCarthy's going to call the plays this year. I, I, I believe Kellen Moore. I think Dak now was without having to worry about 
um, Kellen Moore being there, I think he's going to be a lot more successful this year. What do you guys think? Well, first of all, I'm, I'm not going to blame Kellen Moore. Uh, I think he's a pretty good offensive coordinator. As a matter of fact, he was out of work for less than 24 hours before the LA Chargers scooped him up and named him their OC. So I'm, I'm not, mm-hmm. not going to hang this on Kellen because every quarterback in the NFL has to throw into tight windows. Now, I've said this a million times. In high school, you've got to be able to hit a house. In college, as a quarterback, you've got to be able to hit a door. Yes. In the NFL, you've got to be able to hit the keyhole. Oh, yeah. At worst, the doorknob. Right. <laughs> At worst, so, the doorknob. Every quarterback has to do that. For me, Dak needs to get back to playing just fearless football, and that is, you know what? If i got to run it for, for five yards mm-hmm. because of, you know, you're know you going off script and a play broke down, he has to do that. And I think he will do that. But it, it – in and Mike McCarthy, Colin plays. Look, I don't have a problem with him getting rid- and jettison killing more because right. if he doesn't survive in advance in the playoffs, yeah. he's the one that's going to get canned. Absolutely, and Dan and Quinn's going to be the head coach. And therefore, he's going out with his boots on. Yeah. If I'm gonna, if, it, if it's my job on the line, I'm calling plays. I'm running this thing the way I want to run it, and I respect the hell out of him for it. Because it's going to be more comfortable and more conducive for what is going to help his quarterback and help that running game and help your defense. So whatever dissatisfaction was going on between Mike McCarthy and the way Kellen Moore is calling plays. Well, now he has no excuse. And to be honest with you, neither does Dak Prescott. If you're going to have yeah. Kellen Moore as your fall guy, then what are you going to do about it? Because what if Kellen Moore goes to the Los Angeles Chargers and he's got Justin Herbert as his quarterback and Herbert is better? Then that's going to be a referendum on the Dallas Cowboys when it comes to Mike McCarthy taking over the play calling and Dak Prescott not playing well with him calling plays compared to Kellen Moore who seemed to be the fall guy why Dallas did not, it was not able to beat the San Francisco 49ers and get to the NFC Championship game. Either way, it's going to be a very tricky situation in Jerry World regarding the Cowboys, the NFC, and trying to break through and win that Super Bowl that they have not won since 1996. Keep weighing in on the phone anytime you want to. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Especially when we got college football weekend, kicking off college football season this weekend. We want to know what is your go-to college football food? 888-729-3776. If you weren't hungry before, you about to be hungry in three minutes. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. This is ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. If you got nothing to do on Saturday, college football is going to take care of you. 
even though a lot of the big boys are not going to be playing. Who cares? College football is back for 2023. Ian Fitzsimmons, that's him. Freddie Coleman, that's me, a little Freddie and Fitzsimmons this morning on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Series so X and Channel 80 as well as ESPNU. The big marquee names, of course, the USC. They play San Jose, San Jose State. They're going to win that game 81 to nothing. But you can see Caleb Williams who won the Heisman Trophy last year. And you get Notre Dame, number 13 in the country. They kick everything off in Dublin as they take on Navy. I can't wait to see, A, the countryside, because if NBC's not going to show that, then what are we doing? And number two, what is it going to look like with Navy, with a new head coach, not Ken Niamatololo, and then Sam Hartman leaving Wake Forest, going to Notre Dame to try to enhance his NFL prospects, playing at a bigger school, on a bigger showcase, in a bigger time slot with Notre Dame football each and every Saturday. Freddie, I'll continue to say it. This is like the week before Christmas, man, when you're going to your neighbor's Christmas party and you're getting all excited because next week, you know, the fat man's coming down the chimney. (laughs) So this is week zero. It's not a huge slate, obviously, but it's enough just to get it. It's like the appetizer before the main course. Right. So I'm, I'm thrilled to be on my couch. Over my grill and about 110 heat index in the blast furnace <laughs> of the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex here in Texas. Right. And I will be sweating a little flavor on those of burgers and brats and dogs. Okay. And let's go, man. I'm on the couch with my family uh-huh. and I cannot wait for kicks. So, I- and, and look, there's things to watch, man. How does Sam Hartman gel right away yep. in a new system with new teammates at Notre Dame? In a different country. Yeah. <laughs> Six time zones over. Exactly. Right? You know what's crazy? What's they got to play next week. Yeah, they do. They're playing Eddie George in Tennessee State at home. I know it's Tennessee State, but still, man, yeah. mm-hmm. there's a reason that the NFL gives any team that plays in London the next week off. I mean, remember when Stanford had to go to New Zealand? Oh, my God. That and we were talking to season. David Shaw and Lance yep. Anderson, their defensive coordinator mm-hmm. and former head coach. It took him like two weeks to get right. Absolutely. And he, so, he even said he didn't even feel that they were right by that point. Yeah. And so to go over to Dublin, come back. And again, yeah. I understand it's Tennessee State. But then week three, they go on the road to NC State. That's won't be easy. Now, I know Devin Leary's at Kentucky now. But look, it, that's, that's not easy for especially an amateur to try and, and – manage that slate of going over to Dublin, mm-hmm. coming home, yeah. playing a game, and then going back on the road. It's not easy. No, it is not going to be easy. But the best part about that is it's going to be easy for us, especially when we're going Hell to be yeah. watching and having go-to foods. We're going to get to your go-to food at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. But my go-to food, if I'm watching a college football game for tomorrow, you give me some sausage and peppers and a little melted cheese and a hoagie roll, I'm good to go. That's my go-to food. Come on with it, man. I'm I'm cooking up just a just a menagerie tomorrow. I mean, we got chicken wings, <laughs> oh, really? we got brats, we got dogs. <laughs> Look out right? now! And you got to butterfly the hot dog o- over the grill. Get it kind of crispy. I'm not burned, uh, not right? Burnt, but you right? want you want a crunch on the outside. Absolutely. Then at the end, you flip it over. You put your onions, your cheese in oh, the butterfly. Now we're good. Slap it on the bun with some brown mustard and attack. Yeah. Now we're good. Now and now we're all hungry at 6:50 Eastern time on the East Coast. It's DJ in Oklahoma. Yeah. I know DJ Oklahoma. What is your go-to food when it comes to watching college football to get started this weekend? Every morning on college football Saturday, I got to start with my homemade biscuits. Some sausage gravy, hash browns, eggs, hot sauce, coffee, and orange juice. And then when the real big shebang bang happens around by 12, <laughs> I always have some, I have ribeyes, potatoes, asparagus, and, of course, i got to have me a nice dessert. I don't know. I don't care what it is. You That's at noon? Milk. 
That's, that's not noon. for the ABC primetime kick. No, that's noon. He's getting started early, DJ. No we, need to go hang, we need to hang out with DJ. Dude, breakfast alone, Sorry. I'm taking a nap. <laughs> I was going to say, he's not making it to the primetime kick. He's going to be in a food coma. <laughs> I'm looking at the back of my eyelids, man, at like 930. I got to get my bets in when I, when I wake up. By the I'm time 330 rolls around, man, that's a you're rolling over. <laughs> no question about that. DJ getting it in Ooh, early. That's, that's a varsity. That, that really is. Waylon in Toledo, what is your go-to food when it comes to watching college football? Hey, good morning, Ian. Good morning, hot sauce. Good morning, brother. The way we get da- the way we get down is we start tonight. We making homemade sausage. We're gonna go ahead and get that we'll get that worked up. And then we're gonna make some rippers and stick them in the deep fryer. And then you add that Chicago style dog on top of it. Woo, that's the way to go. Hold up, coach. Homemade sausage? Yes, sir. Talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> me, and my bo- me and my boys get together every year for week zero. We can take fresh ground. Uh, we mix it uh, fit, uh, almost 50-50 with pork and beef, all kind of seasonings, whatever you, whatever you can throw up into a casing. Oh, man. And you put, it, you put it in the casing? In the casing? Yes, sir. Oh, man. Where do you live? Yeah, exactly. Text you're, me your address. Yeah, Waylon, you are our new I'm hero. I'm in, coach. I'm in. <laughs> you are our new hero. <laughs> Waylon is the hero that America has needed but never knew. <laughs> I don't like, I love to cook, man. I don't have the guts wow. to try and make sausage or boudin. I mean, I, 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 that's, that's mm. I bow down. Amen. God bless you. I'm trying to tell you, man, best way to start the day. <laughs> best way to start the day, middle end of the day, day, end the day. That is the day when it comes to Waylon in Toledo. <laughs> Babe, thanks for the call. Boy, I, I'm, 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 much, I'm a lot hungry now. Man. Oh, absolutely. Homemade man, oh, man. size. Yeah, no doubt. JC in Alabama, what is your go-to food when it comes to watching college football? Uh, I'm a big French fry eater. So I usually grab some French fries, real simple guy. I grab some French fries and just throw some barbecue sauce and mayonnaise on it. Mix that, mix it together. Okay. Guy tried Mr. Fitzsimmons. So that's the, that's the white barbecue sauce, right? Yeah, they have that Cypress Inn in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. That, that white BBQ sauce. Hey, I'm in. I okay. like it. It's like I'll, Al- I'll, I'll like, get with it. Like I'll Al- bathe in it. Let's like, go. That's like Alabama gravy in a way, is what it is, Kinda, sort of. Yeah. 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 So, okay. I'm in. Yeah. If French fries go with anything. You have French fries. Are you a crispy French fry guy or are you a wedge Dude, French come fry on, guy? Man, you can deep fry a rat and I'll eat it. I mean, are you kidding me? So, I mean, <laughs> or raccoon, yeah. for example. <laughs> yeah. All right, look, that story. Yeah. Uh-huh, get to it. All right. So, if Costello, I hate you, but here we go. So, I'm, I'm, in, I'm at WJOX in Birmingham. Tequila Spikes is an old friend of ours. And my co host, Lance Taylor, he's one of the best handicappers I've ever met. So, I'm, I'm stupid to wager with him mm-hmm. on, a, on the NCAA brackets. He, he destroys me. The wager was because of Takio. We just had him on. Takio spikes every year for Thanksgiving. His mom still makes raccoon. Mm-mm. That's their that's their Thanksgiving turkey. Nope. So Takio said the loser has to eat raccoon. Well, I lost, and I had to eat raccoon. Nope. I can st- right now. I'm not kidding. This was like 10, 12 years ago. I can still taste the iron on my palate. So that's how I had to eat raccoon, mm-hmm. and the chef made it like a gumbo style over over rice in an ironclad pot. I don't care. It if wasn't made, bad, it, no, but nope. it wasn't. I'm not eating it again. He can make that, that filet mignon. And nope, nope, nope. Nuh-uh. Takio, mm-hmm. no neck. I still hate you for it. I, I don't blame you. Eating raccoon, they weren't bothering you. Leave them alone. As far as that goes, we're gonna make sure we bother you with a college football either I or critter that you need to hear outside of deep frying the raccoon. That's next on ESPN Radio. 
This is ESPN Radio. More next. 